Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. It's Memorial Day weekend, 2022. We approach the weekend and mourn a shooting in Texas, and many of us struggle to love those who vote, believe, and have different solutions than we do to school shootings, if there are any solutions. On this program, no answers, just a nod to the realities of the day as we enter the Memorial Day weekend. For me, the Memorial Day weekend has always meant the Indy 500. 33 cars, 800 left-hand turns in front of over 300,000 people. I am grateful for and have enjoyed my visits this week with Paul Page and Mark Janes. We will wind up this broadcast with Mark Janes and his predictions for the Indy 500. But for me, the Indy 500 has not always just been the greatest spectacle in racing. It's also been the greatest spectacle in friendship. Since 1986 or 7, I've spent every Memorial Day but one with the same person. We met when we were 10 at summer camp in another state. Many years ago, I asked if she'd like to come to the Indianapolis 500-mile race. She said yes. Over those years, I'm guessing we've been joined by 50 others, some family, friends, or strangers who became friends. My boys usually go now. We cheer for different race teams. She lives and breathes Andretti while I'm a Foyt guy. These days, we're just happy to add another year to our tradition. The years run together. Who won that year? Who won another year? Who went with us? What the weather was like and where did we sit? The Memorial Day weekend usually also includes a cookout, bike ride, and a good long nap. After the race, we come home and watch the thing again on television until one of us falls asleep. At summer camp, we used to sing an old song that said, Friends, 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 we will always be. And as we get ready for another weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I hope it is so. I'm looking forward to spending the weekend with KC. The Indy 500 always does a great job marrying racing with the Memorial Day weekend. These days, the military is somewhat political and therefore controversial. That's not our purpose here today. Our purpose is to simply say thank you to those who were drafted and served all over the globe in all conditions, and to those who volunteered, young men and women who left their homes, their families, their boyfriends, or their girlfriends to go fight for a cause, whether they liked it or not, that was bigger than them. Memorial Day weekend, 2022. As we launch into the weekend, we also launch into the rest of my interview with Mark Janes, the longtime voice of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network. He will be the one that calls the start, the middle, and the finish of the Indy 500. And so that was my question. You take young, fast drivers like Below, VK, Erickson, Award, Rosenquist, and Grossjohn, and you add in Ed Carpenter, who's young and who's not young and fast, and you compare and contrast that with the names like Dixon, Kanan, Castroneves, JPM, and Sato. Do you like the young, fast ones, or do you like the wily winners? Well, I will say this. I, I, I think it was proven last year uh, that if you're a veteran and you're in contention, and there's, you know, 10, 12 laps to go, uh, that that experience pays off. Now, let me add this caveat. If Alex Below finds himself in the same situation with 10 laps to go that he found himself in last year, I think the outcome will be a little different because he knows now. 
He didn't know last year. And I think he said that in the post-race. He, he knew exactly – he knows now exactly what he should have done and could have done. And, and he will have that experience, uh, to, you know, to, 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 to maybe uh, have a, a different outcome if he's in that same position. I, I thought it was – Ironic, though, that, uh, you know, toward the end of that race, the last couple of laps, when Ryan Hunter-Ray was among those pack of cars that were running in front of Elio, you know, that was the situation that Elio faced similarly a few years ago when Ryan Hunter-Ray beat him to the start-finish line and won the 500. But I've said this about Ryan Hunter-Ray, you know, Elio gave him some credit for the draft, and then, of course, Ryan Hunter-Ray has largely been been given a lot of credit for helping Alexander Rossi, quote-unquote, make fuel when he won the 100. So I I wondered to Davey Hamilton over the weekend if if if, if, uh, Ryan Hunter-Ray ever received a a share of the winner's check from either Elio or Alexander Rossi for the help that they said that he gave them to to win the 500 on two occasions. It's like practice. I don't think helping pays. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we wind up with Mark James this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Give me a dark horse and a likely winner for this Sunday. I, I you know, I think um, I like Pelot a lot. I really do. I like everything about this kid. I think in many ways he's a younger version of Elio Castro Nevis. I, I mean, I, I think he's just that good. You know, Scott, I, I talked about him. When he came to the series with Dale Coyne, people were like, who? And then when Chip Ganassi hired him, they said, uh, they said, what? And then uh, when he won the championship last year, but you know, people said, "Wow!" And uh, I, I think he's done nothing but you know in, improve and enhance his wow factor. I think he's well respected, and I think he's well liked. And and I really think Scott McLaughlin is a dark horse. I know he's starting in the rear of the field, but he's got a really good race strategist and Kyle Moyer, who's been a part of eight five hundred wins, going all the way back to Al Junior in '92. And uh, if anybody can get him up front over the last end of that race and put him in contention, um, it would be Kyle. And, and I think Scott is, uh, is uh, uh, I think he's a smart enough driver to, to make that happen. But, you know, uh, regardless of the story, whether it's Montoya winning his third, Sato winning his third, Dixon's second or Elio's fifth, or maybe if it's a David Malukas winning his first or an Alex Pillow winning his first, uh, I think uh, it'll be celebrated uh, because uh, it, it's, it, it's that that makes it the greatest spectacle in racing. Mark Jaynes carrying on the legacy of Sid Collins, Lou Palmer, Paul Page, and others. And for as good as he is on the radio, he's an even better guy. Thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. Well, you're very kind. Thanks for being so patient with my schedule. I appreciate it. Thanks for all you do and all your support. I don't take it for granted.